welcome to The Challenges of Change, the podcast where we explore the transformative journey towards self-improvement and personal growth. I'm your host, Laura, a mindset coach in the health and fitness industry, here to guide you through the hurdles that life throws at you. In each episode, we'll delve into practical strategies and insightful discussions to help you manage stress, regulate your emotions, upgrade your mindset, and ultimately reclaim your sense of worth. I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of change, challenges, and self-discovery. Welcome back to another episode of the Challenges of Change. And today we're going to talk about a really important topic, personal joy. What brings you to your greatest fulfillment? How do you prioritize joy? And what role is it supposed to play in your life? And what role is it playing? But first, I want to start with a story. When the pandemic first happened, I remember everything about life as I've known it changing, like so many others. And I remember the specific moment where I had driven to go see my parents in the suburbs. And so I came back and my husband was watching the news. And I made a comment like, Ugh, can you please turn that stuff off? And he said to me, frustratingly, you just like to live in la-la land. Like, you don't even know what's happening. And I was like, hold on. Is there anything new? Am I supposed to stay six feet away from people, wear my mask and wash my hands constantly? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what am I missing with the news? Watching the death toll increase? How is that going to help me create a healthy immune system, a stronger immune system? If anything, the repetitive cycling of seeing our reality, which is that lots of people are dying, doesn't make my immune system stronger. So I could argue you need to stop watching the news. And the argument continued. Eventually, he saw it my way, and he even thanked me for grounding him a bit. But it's not about that. He told me I was living in la-la land. And really, I was just choosing how I was subjecting myself to the information of our world. And if we're going to talk about personal joy, we have to address the reality of our world, where we are constantly being bombarded with fears and horror and things that would make us scared, which can make it trigger our primitive need to protect ourselves. But when it comes to joy, it's a choice. We tend to be very clear about our priorities after we lose someone. And we tend to understand what really matters to us. People, joy, fun. But Time goes on and that memory fades. As kids, we used to play. Play and fun were the missions of our lives. And as we get older, we forget how to play. Our play becomes socialized as drinking, eating, consumption. We don't use our elaborate imaginations. I mean, do you remember what it was like to be a kid? Like, think about it. You used to come up with the craziest ideas in your head. And even if you have kids or if you're around kids, you would have, they have the craziest ideas. 
And their imagination is vibrant and wild in the best sense possible. But what gets lost as we become adults is we no longer value fun or joy. We prioritize comfort. We falsely believe we don't have time. But we're the one making the rules. We, we aren't abiding by mom's authority within the house anymore. This is literally our life and we are the ones creating the rules. So why isn't one of our rules about joy? Let me give you an, an, another story. Uh, growing up, I was fortunate enough that my family had a lake house. And when I think back to that lake house, the memories are just all filled with fun, play, and joy. And we had this whiteboard, this long, kind of looked like a surfboard. There's a styrofoam whiteboard. And me and my cousins loved playing. We would play for hours on that board. And every time we played on that board, we would get a horrible rash. And it would be so, so painful. And yet the next day would come, already with the rash from day one. And still, we couldn't wait to play on the board. And yet again, the rash would come. And it'd get worse and worse and worse. Just recently, I was at our family lake house for the 4th of July. And we happened to find a paddleboard, which kind of looked like our whiteboards, but without the styrofoam rash. And I saw some of my younger cousins playing on there and they were wanting us older cousins to come in and play with them. And I looked around and I saw all of us kind of doing what adults do, relaxing, having a drink, enjoying the sun. And none of us really wanted to exert the effort to go in the water and play. And that was the thought I had. We don't want to play anymore. And I was like, you know what? I remember just how much fun I used to have on that whiteboard. So I was like, screw this. I put my drink down. I got up. I went into the water and I played. And I had just as much fun on that board as I did on the whiteboard. But benefit is no rash that came with it. In that moment, I made a choice to have fun. I made a choice to bring joy into my life, to play. And I'm so grateful I did. And it was such a simple, small decision. And yet we're faced with those simple, small decisions every day. You see your kids having a dance party, but the dishes aren't done. So rather than going and dancing with them, you got to finish the dishes. Or you see your coworkers going for a walk, but you have this one email that has been hanging over your head. So you have to make sure you get that done. We make the rules now. We're the adults in our lives getting to say what needs our attention and what doesn't. So why aren't we making personal joy one of the most important things that deserves our attention? And really what it comes down to is what we value. Because of how we're raised, we learn to earn our worth. When you get good grades, you get praise. When you do well in a sporting event, you get praise. And all of that equates to love. Now, logically, we can understand that our parents love us unconditionally. But the behaviors that cause us to receive love feel conditional. And as we grow up, if we don't you know, do the work on ourselves, we continue that pattern. 
except we want the praise from our boss and our coworkers. And we start to value productivity more and more and more. You can't be as productive as possible, aka as worthy as possible, when you're wasting time having fun, playing, and bringing joy into your life. And that's our reality. We get so busy trying to earn our worth, trying to do, 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 that we're exhausted when we finally do get time for ourselves. But what we need to understand is the energy that we crave is an exchange. We receive it from action, from doing something that brings us joy. I talked to a client yesterday who is extremely overworked. She has a three-year-old, a five-year-old. She has a job. She's trying to keep the house perfect and she's drowning. And she's not doing really anything to take care of herself. Her priorities aren't even on her list. And I asked her, when was the last time you remember feeling joy? And she said it was two weeks ago when she remembered listening to her audiobook. She remembers relaxing and smiling as she was also folding the laundry. And that's a different conversation about her just being able to enjoy the audiobook, but she felt like she was drowning. That was the whole reason why she was talking to me to begin with. So I wasn't going to give her a hard time about the fact that she was doing her best, even if that means still negating her personal joy a bit. And that's the point. She listened to her audiobook and that made her feel joy. She was also able to be productive during the time, which again is a separate conversation, but she was tired and she told me every night she feels exhausted. And I was like, so what? Do you want to use exhaustion as a reason not to bring joy into your life? And when phrased like that, she said, no. And that's a question I encourage you to ask. If the reason you're not doing things that make you feel joy, that make your life feel fulfilling is because you're exhausted and you're focused on productivity is that how you want to live? So I want you to pause and think for a minute about the things that give you the greatest joy and fulfillment in your life. Just kind of make note of what they are. What are the similarities and differences between them? How do you prioritize them in your day-to-day -day life? Or do you? I think this is an important one. Does joy and fulfillment feel important? More important than money and status? Our actions reflect our value system. As adults, when we think of fun, sometimes fun is sitting down and reading your book. Sometimes fun is just closing your eyes and laying down for 10 minutes. Sometimes it's watching stand-up comedians by yourself. Sometimes it's dancing when no one's looking. Sometimes it's just being weird for the sake of being weird. But you really have to consider if you want to use exhaustion as a reason not to bring joy into your life. And there's no judgment if you do or don't. It's your life. You get to choose how you want to live it. But there's one other key element about fun and playfulness and joy that we really don't see the value in. 
because we're adults and we have this model in our head of how it needs to look, we don't understand what it does to our stress system. So many of us are burnt out, constantly stressing, overusing our system where we're depleting our energy. No wonder we feel exhausted. When fun, it actually helps us to regulate our nervous system. It brings joy and energy into our life so then we can have more resources and energy for us to continue being productive if that's what's at hand. When we look back at your life, when you do, do you remember the endless hours of stress or the moments of fun and connection? Considering that you are the rule maker in your life, you and you alone have to give yourself permission to live and to have fun the way you want to. Who cares if the house isn't perfect? If people are going to judge you about that, that speaks about them, not about you. Who cares if you're late on a load of laundry or if there's other productive things that need your attention? We only get one life to live and there's always going to be more things that we can do. But there's not always going to be time for us to enjoy the life we have unless we make it for ourselves. What it all boils down to is that joy, fun, playfulness, it's a choice. Just so I, how I chose to go in the water and play on that paddleboard, you have to choose joy in your life and actually see how it makes your days feel more balanced. Notice how when you dose yourself with joy, you know, two to three times a day, five, 10 minutes here and there, at the end of the day, you don't feel completely exhausted. You don't feel completely neglected. You feel like you are actually able to give to yourself a little bit in the middle of the chaos. And it is chaos. We're fighting to be perfect. Why? From protection. Everyone's going to choose how they want to live their life. And that is one of the beautiful things that we have the freedom to do. But if you aren't living your life the way you want to, and you're the rule maker in your life, you're the one that you need to have a conversation with. So what I want you to do, your little action step, is to take five to 10 minutes and reflect about what actually makes you have fun. What makes you feel joy? And when you're making this list, I want you to think about the things that you can do with you, where you won't need anyone else so that you can really do it whenever you want. And then I encourage you to schedule it in if you have to, but at least do it once a day, whatever it is from your joy menu, and then really reflect at the end of the week and consider, did this week feel better than prior weeks? Even if it means you're quote unquote behind on some of the household chores, is it worth it? Did you live your life the way you wanted to? Were you able to see yourself? Were you able to value fun and productivity? Were you able to live? And then let me know, because I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I would love to be proven wrong because, you know, that's how we learn and grow. But as always, thank you so much for listening to the challenges of change because we have to face them in order to actually get the life we want. 
It's easy to sit in comfort. It really is. I get it. But it's not rewarding. You have the power to live the fulfilling life that you've always envisioned. You just have to be the one to give yourself permission. That being said, I will see you next episode for the challenges of change. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the challenges of change. If you're ready to stop stressing and reclaim your sense of worth, be sure to visit my website at www.changebychallenge.com. There you'll find loads of resources, blog posts, and information on how to work with me, Tora, as your personal mindset coach. Remember, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Don't let burnout or any other obstacle hold you back from living your best life. Take the first steps towards positive transformation today. Thank you again for listening. Stay confident, stay inspired, and embrace the challenges of change. Until next time.